Yo, welcome to Repent! Redeemed. Revived. This is our first showing, our first outing of this podcast. Yeah, woo! We got this, we're peeking the mic right now. Do burr, 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 burr. <laughs> so, I'm sure you guys have heard before, um, it's been hyped around for a couple of weeks, but this is Repent, Redeemed, Revived. Uh, the purpose of this podcast is to glorify God and to see what He is doing in the Bryan College Station area, and it's kind of funny, so... Uh, we've been joking about, you know, actually doing this podcast for about two years now. So, mm-hmm. so Nick over here, he's, uh, <laughs> we've been doing it. We've been like, you want a podcast tonight? This podcast. This podcast. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was really cool to, to kind of see the Lord work and, uh, kind of implement this into something that, you know, can be eternal and can be kingdom minded. Mm. So it kind of continued on with this, this year when, uh, we got our, our guy back there, Jared. Yeah. Thompson. <laughs> we got, we got Jared. And he just, you know, keeps coming over. He's like, hey, this podcast, you know. And we just, like, get into real intimate conversation with one another. Mm-hmm. And really kind of, like, lift each other up and honor each other. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that out later. I'll edit that out later. So, 109 to 114. Um, Ty, you want to write that down? Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you have, you can have, you're going to have to listen over anyway yeah, for gain issues. Anyway. Ah, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, you just recorded it, so. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, now, it's now, now we, we, we're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're still alive. No, um, the purpose has been established. We should do introductions. Of individuals. Individuals. Okay. Yeah. So, so to wrap do, up this, yeah. what I just said before, so we're picking up at 141. Mm-hmm. We honor each other. We just lift each other up, see what the Lord's doing in each other's lives, and, and kind of go out and, and share our testimonies with, with people in our small groups or people who are in our small group and uh, just see what God's doing in our lives. So uh, without further ado, so I like I said, uh, my name's Cole. Uh, I've been at Chi Alpha for four years now. Uh, I've been a small group leader for three and uh, this is Nick. My name's Nick. I've been a small group leader for one and a half years now. We went to Japan with Cole last Hi. summer. Hi. Uh, <laughs> that was fun. And my, uh, <laughs> my favorite food eating bed is uh, Pop-Tarts, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. I, uh, I'm, I'm Jared. I'm a uh, freshman. Hi, in, uh, Fresh meat! In yeah, what? So my, we had a college and career pastor back home that helped run Kyle Alpha down there, and he told me to get plugged in with these people. And I've ended up finding a really awesome community here, and I'm just really excited to be here and just talk about what, what God's doing here in College Station. So, Oh, snap. And we have a guest speaker tonight, too. We got the Ooh. one and only Tyeski. Uh, uh, ah. Tyeski, 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 Tyeski. Can you come over and play? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, my name is Ty. I'm a freshman. Hi, Ty. Uh, this is my start of my second semester, actually, with Kyle. But, um, Woo! 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 Uh, <laughs> Never really knew about it until I was stopped by this really weird dude on campus one day, and he jumped out in front of me. He was all fratted out, you know. And he was like, hey, you want to go get lunch? I was like, yeah, why not? And it (laughs) just went from there. Dude. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. And so, something we're going to do today is just kind of give each, like, a testimony of something that the Lord's done in our lives. Just kind of, like, set the tone for the podcast and for the evening. And so for me, over winter break, I was hanging out with some friends I, I hung out with in high school before I was saved, and they're still doing the same old, same old. And so one day they give me a call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They give me a call, and they're like, "Hey, Nick, yo, we're down the street, yo, come, let's come hang out." I'm hey, like, bud, you want to smoke some bud? <laughs> yeah, I'm like bud, let's let's bud. I'm like, wait, what, what? You're like down the street, like yeah, we're drunk and we need a ride. And I was like, wait, you're drunk in the car. 
He's like, yeah, yeah, dude, come pick us up. So I'm like, I was like in my underwear. It was like 9 a.m. I was like reading. I was like, I don't I was like, I guess I'll go over there. But then I was like, dude, it's like 9 a.m. and these guys are drunk <laughs> in the car. I was it's just, not like X2, all right? It's not like Peter's, you know, speaking in tongues. No, saying, yeah, we're like, not drunk, These, these guys are actually <laughs> drunk. Yeah, Peter, <laughs> Peter would have been like, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it is kind of really. <laughs> But so anyway, I'm like, oh, Lord, just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Just like, help me out here. Like, however you want to use this, use it, because I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm kind of scared, honestly. I haven't hung out with these guys in a while. So I go to pick them up, and and there, I just smell beer from, like, their breath. And in the car, I see a bunch of empty beer cans and, uh, like, a beer box in the back. And I'm just like, what are you guys oh, doing? <laughs> I'm just like, what the heck are you guys doing? I was like, you know, this is, like, illegal. I ain't getting, like, tons of trouble for this. They're like, yeah, but we're doing it. <laughs> at this point, I was like, okay, like, common sense is obviously gone. Like, these guys are totally inebriated. So, again, I was just, like, praying in my head. I was like, Lord, please help. I don't know. So, I was like, all right, well, I'll, I guess I'll take you all to my house. And then we'll, <laughs> then we'll go get food and, like, I'll consumer up and then drive home, I guess. I don't know what to do. And so, I get in my car and I'm just like, now I have to, like, Febreze my car and, like, buy 10 of those little air trees. Like it back black eyes, black eyes, baby, because it smells like black uh, beer. <laughs> and I saw these guys. Anyway, we go, we go to my home, and I'm just hanging out. And I stick one in front of the computer. I was like, that's probably pretty safe. I get him on Overwatch, and the other guy, Anthony, he's a little, he's a little less inebriated. And so, <laughs> like, I was just trying to have a conversation. I was like, hey, how you doing? You know, why do you, why do you get drunk and drive? Why do you get drunk in general? I thought you were, like, you know, trying to do a little Christian thought thing. thought you were smart. Yeah, I thought you were smarter than this. Like, I kind of disappointed. He's like, I know, I know, but I just want to have fun. This is, like, the only way I know how to have fun. And I was like, I stopped him right there. I was like, dude. <laughs> I was like, me and my friends, like, we do all sorts of weird stuff. Like, the first time. <laughs> like podcasts. Like yeah. podcasts. <laughs> yeah. You don't so, have to be drunk to do the yeah, exactly. stupidest yeah. stuff possible. And I have more fun. Like, we, I caught, feel... we caught so many things on fire. Yeah. Bro, I got, exactly. like, $80 of fireworks in my closet. Exactly. Like, the, only <laughs> guilt, the only guilt is, like, guilty from, like, risking, you know, total arson. But that's Okay. Hey, David Breyer listens to this. You can kind of commit there. Yeah, shout out D. Breyer. Shout out D. Breyer. Shameless plug. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, feel guilty and do all the worldly things to, like, have a good, like, good time have a lot of fun and so then i tell him i was like the first time i hung out with my spark leader cole i was like really longing for a community so i was like cole can i be in chi alpha yet and i didn't really understand like what chi alpha was he's like yeah sure if you drink this and he puts about a cup of winky <laughs> we call it winky juice but th this was just straight up apple cider vinegar so was not winky juice. no winky no winky just juice <laughs> yeah at this point and so he's like yeah i drink up kids good so. for the soul <laughs> so i'm like oh i want to be a kyle so bad like these guys are great they're christians <laughs> like i've been praying yeah, for like this yeah, kind of group yeah. so i was like, getting initiated oh yeah yeah we're, we're not a frat we're not we're a frat yeah it doesn't help the frat view or a sorority either yeah, and so I'm just stuck with these guys, and I take them to go get food. Are you stuck with yeah. them? Wow. No, 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 no and they're down to talk about anything because they're inebriated. So I'm like, so why don't you guys believe in the gospel? <laughs> it's, basically, it's basically what I open up. That's my open up. Straight up, because they say they're Christian, but then they're they're living in sin. So it means they have no no faith in the gospel at all. Yeah, basically, it's like the conclusion I make. So I just start 
I just start like I go pretty hard. Like if you know go me, hard in the paint, if bro. you know me, I'm kind of you know I'm not too. What's the word? Pervasive in other people's business. Uh, that's a word. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is <laughs> a word. But but th- at this point, I was just kind of like it hurt my heart to like see my friends just kind of throw their lives away. So I was like, Lord, like, I want to minister to these guys because like they're stuck with me and they have to listen. So uh, here I go. <laughs> so here I go. And so I just ask them and we get to, you know, it starts to turn into like apologetic kind of thing. And I was like, I don't really want it to go here. I was like, Jesus is the most real thing in my life. And, like the Holy Spirit like speaks to me like daily. So like you can't convince me otherwise of these things. So it's like we can just kind of table all the apologetics and just I'm asking you personally, why don't you trust Christ as your savior? And, like, once you get past, like, all the barriers of, like, how the worldly, like, people put up their defenses, you can get to people's hearts. And, like, I really talk with them. I think I really move some of them. One guy texts me. He's like, yeah, I feel closer to God just by talking to you. I was like, I was like, well, that's not really how it works. But, <laughs> but good for you. I was like, you should read your Bible and find some Christian fellowship. That's, like, what I could really recommend and prescribe. Listen to some good sermons. And if you're going to read the Bible, listen to David Paulson first because... He makes you feel smarter before you read it. Man, he's got the whole key <laughs> yeah, and everything. Yeah. Unlocking the Bible. Mm-hmm. And anyway, or you listen to David Wilkerson and get like... David Wilkerson, and you want to get wrecked. Yeah, yeah you'll get wrecked. Go for that. Call to anguish. Yeah, and so finally, before I take these guys home, I give him one last like, kind of nugget. I was like, just seek him on your own. And, like, he's going to come meet you if you're earnestly seeking him with real heart. And, like, I just hope I have more, like, experiences like that. Because at first, I was kind of apprehensive. I didn't want to go pick him up. I didn't want anything to do with him. But I was like, Jesus dined with sinners. You know, he hung out with people... I wouldn't hang out with, you know, so I was like, who am I to be greater than my master? Like, I'm supposed to serve in any way that I can. So I'm going to go pick up these guys. I'm going to serve. I'm going to be their friend, but I'm also going to give them, like, a true gospel presentation and a message that, like, something the Lord's put on my heart. So, yeah, that was that was something that happened to me over winter break. I loved it. Looking back, yeah, I was, I'll tell that story to like, anybody, anywhere, because it was pretty awesome. The Lord was definitely at work. Dude, mm-hmm. totally. And if you were at SALT... <laughs> At Tyus. Oh, at Tyus. Tyus. So, like, if you're at Salt and you got, like, absolutely wrecked mm-hmm. by uh, just the, the worship and the and the tangible presence of God, yeah. like, Nick and I were at Salt, and it was just so awesome, and, and, and you guys, if you're listening and you went to Salt, you know, and uh, shout out to those who, like, actually got filled with the Holy Spirit at Salt. That's Eli, yeah. I counted eight, but Eli was counting 30, so I was just like, there's somewhere in between. That's pretty <laughs> big. <laughs> no, somewhere in between. High range, 30, low range, eight. So I, uh, I, I filled out of a couple calculus classes a while ago, <laughs> so my math isn't that great. But anyways, like, just that intimate, you know, relationship with God you're able to have in a corporate setting with yes. other believers is so encouraging. It's unique. And it's so unique Very and life-changing, yeah. and it gives gives you strength to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because when it, when you're in this setting of just uh, kind of idleness and not uh, really in a large group like yeah. we have at Chi Alpha, but you're kind of walking with God on your own and with some of your close friends and brothers and sisters, you, you, you just keep going based off of seeing what the Holy Spirit can do in a particular place at a particular time. Um, so, man, just like, 
over this last uh, kind of two or three weeks, like the Lord's really spoke to me about a couple of things on uh, how to how to like kind of frame small group and how to kind of frame this next semester going into it and the expectations that He has for me and the promises He's made to me. So one of those promises was this podcast because, like I said earlier, like we we're joking around about it, but at the same point in time, there's so much trash on the internet. Why not throw something out there that is actually worth eternity? Yeah. Why not throw something out there that's actually gonna maybe be life-changing to somebody who, who tunes in either now or in the future that can get right with God based off of somebody who's who's had a testimony or sharing testimony or their faith or what's been going on and, and be able to be that light in a, in, a, in a world of darkness. So so this podcast is just a blessing and, and being able to fund it and we don't have the best setup we have. We Nick and I went to a Best Buy and threw <laughs> it, it out. It only gets better from here. It does, it yeah. Only gets That's better the thing. From here. Like we never done a podcast before. Jared Jared's got his vlog, so Blogs, like <laughs> he's got his vlog, so he's been doing that for a semester. But he's probably the most experienced one here. Yeah. But all of us were just we just love the Lord, we, we love each other, Jesus, and man. and we want that to to overflow into the endless bounds of the internet. So um so basically yeah he he told me, hey, like, I want you to turn this into something. You know, you don't know where I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. And, and this could be a seasonal thing. This could be a lifetime thing. You know, we could take this wherever we, the Lord leads us. But at the same point in time, it's not to discount it or not to, to put less emphasis on it, but to keep growing it. Yeah. And uh, just to be, like I said, that light in a, in, a, in a world of darkness. So that was one thing. The other thing that I'm super excited about, and uh, Eli and I have been talking about it, and it's actually happening, is is Kai Alpha's kicking off a 24-hour, 100-day prayer uh, this next semester, starting the 24th of January. So what's going to be, what's going to happen is, is we're going to be able to go to the meditation room mm-hmm. and just basically squat there for the whole semester. Squatters right. <laughs> Squatters yeah. right. Shout out. <laughs> Squatters right. But but we're going to be able to to do that and do that 100 days of prayer of 24 hours. And I was like, Lord, are are we ready to do this as a ministry? Are we are we prepared to do this? Because every major move of God starts by basic obedience of the word and getting right and getting into a, an attitude of repentance and being able to meet with God mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basic basis. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that with fellow believers and being able to, to, to be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, yeah. to be a pipe and not a pitcher because you have a constant you have a constant connection to God through the Holy Spirit. And being able to do that is just so, so encouraging. And being able to be that light this semester is going to be so life-changing and so uh, just so innovative for this this campus because I don't I don't know if any other any other ministry is doing this right now or at least student ministry on campus and it's very um, it's very large to look at you're like at the you're at the bottom of Mount Everest looking up and you're mm-hmm. like that's like that's 2,400 hours of prayer consistently consecutively and you're just like Lord. That's a big mountain. I don't think yeah. I could get up that mountain without you. And that's what we're going to tackle this semester and how that's going to work. And uh, we'll hear more about this later on, uh, especially at this first leaders meeting for your small group leaders out there. But um, basically how it's going to work, guys are going to get the night shifts, girls are going to get the day shifts for security reasons and, and just to you know um, just to be men of God and being able to sacrifice for, uh, for the girls and, and for everyone else as well. But we're going to be doing this, and it's going to be so exciting. And I do believe that um, the Lord's been speaking to me about this. This semester is going to be it's it's going to be something different. There's going to be there's going to be either a a start of a spiritual awakening here on campus, 
or B, it's just going to be accelerated and we're already in the start of one because mm. this semester has just been so amazing. And, and the number of people going through leadership training within Chi Alpha, and, and I don't know the numbers of any other ministry, but being able to see their growth as well has just been amazing. And we got two LTCers in here too. So Woo! Jay Comp yeah. and, and Ty Yansky. <laughs> Next Gen. Next Gen, Gen 4s, bro. Next Gen, Gen 4s. <laughs> Dude, it's, <laughs> honestly, it's kind of awesome that we have four generations yeah. Alright, because what, you're, are you Gen 1? Gen 1, Gen 2? Gen 2. Shout out to the Gen 0 Gen Zero. if you're yeah. listening. But <laughs> I'm Generation 1 with the restart of the program. Nick's Gen 2. Gen Jared two. and entire Gen 4, Gen so four. there's a gap. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Jesus closed that gap, <laughs> so hey. praise God. He's a way maker. Anyway, he's a way maker, bro. Come on. Uh, I want to go back to the uh, the prayer thing. Like, we, that's something we really haven't done before. It's like just continual, like, intermittent 100-day prayer. And like if we could not be legalistic about it, and just someone's just like always there, always there praying. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna be basic and quote a Hillsong song. <laughs> when, Hillsong song. When your knee hits the ground, he touched the sky. Dude. It's just like it's so like I'm 12 and this is deep, but <laughs> but like how is it in oceans deep? Or? It, no, it's not. That, it's not in oceans deep. But it's just like you get so clo- so much closer to God, the more you humble yourself is like the bigger theme. Like we're gonna be humbling ourselves by like giving up our sleep, giving up our time. And, like, not just, like, wasting it, but going to God in, like, earnest, steadfast, unrelenting prayer. Yeah. Like, that's something awesome we haven't done before. I don't know if any campus has done something of this scale before. So, we're going to be praying. We're going to be hoping that it's going to be awesome. We'll be doing a lot of praying. Yeah, we're going to be praying, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 days worth of prayer. that. Yeah, so. But how it works is it's going to be a pass the torch type of deal. So, there are going to be some sacrifices some people might miss church, or they are going to miss church. Some people are going to sacrifice their schoolwork mm-hmm. for this commitment. Because in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says Jesus says this. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and it will be added unto you. Right? And that's such a major factor, especially being a student at a tier 1 research university. <laughs> hey, woo. <laughs> Hey, woo. But like, as as far like as a world, like oh, yeah, top yeah. one, not not America, yeah, you know, know, state school. Uh, praise that, God. That's a topic for another podcast. Topic for another <laughs> podcast. Cheer <laughs> yeah. one, two, whatever. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, and it's like just just putting all of your trust into His hands, and and saying, and not being like, Lord, I I I. I think I'm going to get an A. I think you're going to bless me with an A. And only go on him for that. But mm. being like, Lord, I, I want to honor you in my mundane assignments. I want to yeah. honor you in my homework. I want to honor you in the time I give to you. And that's another, it's an attitude of worship. It's an attitude of reverence and fear of the Lord and, and trying to walk in his holiness and righteousness on top of that. Mm-hmm. So going into this, it's, it's, going to, it's challenging because it's consecutive. And like I was saying, People are going to miss church. They're going to miss large group, right? Some people, uh, you know, for, as far as small group is concerned, for small group leaders, a good idea might be to get your whole small, small group, group to do, do it and, and just be Shoot. on point there, posted yeah. up. And, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of crazy because, you know, 100 days straight in one of those meditation rooms, people are going to be like, what's going on in there? And it will draw natural attention to this area mm-hmm. where people are like, I've never seen this before in my life. Like these people are Jesus followers. They mm-hmm. aren't typical Christians yeah, that go out and get drunk on the weekends and then go to church on Sunday hungover. They're Hello. not nominal, right? 
and 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 that's another topic. But we'll not, we're not going to get into that right yeah, now. Yeah, give away. Give away. Give away. But there is that as well, and it, it's just so amazing and profound that these words that come from him are, are so unique and mm. so tuned to you. Yeah. Because he has his own way of speaking to you, and it's different for everybody. Right. And no, no, there's no one secret formula to hearing from God. You know, for some people, he might you might actually hear the audible voice of God. And and that's true for my life. And I'm I'm very blessed for that to happen. It's true for some other people's lives. But other people are more subtle and other people, they're they're in very specific prayers and having that very specific prayer answered specifically to what you said. It's like, oh, God, I I pray that when the sun eclipses and, you know, (laughs) the narwhal jumps out of the pond. And the red red beetle passes me on (laughs) Texas Avenue. (laughs) That you will answer my prayer. Like, that's that's silly and and very facetious, but... um, Good word right there. Put that on your Scrabble. That's five dollars. That's five dollars. Yeah, that's like a senior level word. I don't know about that. That's an SAT word right there. That's an entrance exam word. To, like, tier, to an air quote tier one institution. That's the entrance exam I didn't take. I had a math exam, but that was it. MPE. All rest in peace. Four one out. Four one out. All the in pre-cal for the. But yeah, for you know, for those who are going through LTC, it's 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 definitely imperative to get on your knees and to get in a posture of prayer and, and not be afraid of it either. Mm. And, and even, even in a corporate setting, to not be ashamed of your way of worshiping. You know, I see people dance, I see people raise their hands, and I see people just standing still, you know. Your way of worshiping the Lord is, is, is your way. But if your heart's in a true posture of worship and you're not thinking of the world or, or maybe some worldly anxieties, um, you, you know, it get, you, you're going to be on fire for the Lord. Yeah. And that posture is so important, and especially going into this semester and especially going into an area where people are becoming more liberalized and they're thinking and, and quote-unquote progressive in their thinking and, and finding new ways to express themselves and so on and so forth that is very unbiblical and, and, and honestly very non-Christian and non-Christ-like, right? But if you're going to confess and profess that you are a follower of Jesus, you got you got to know what the Word says, yeah. You got you can't be a follower. You can't be a follower, but you gotta know that you know that you know that what this word said is true, and it's mm-hmm. true to your life, and it's true to everybody else's life. And you know it's it's so imperative. And it took me a couple of years to realize that too, right? I didn't really get serious with my walk with the Lord until like my sophomore year. And um, you know, freshman year, I, I you know my my small group leader at the time, Josh Nicholas, shameless plug, shout out. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> love you, Papa. Love you, Papa. Papa Nick. Um, but anyways, like I, I, he put me through LTC. I was like, I am not qualified. I'm not qualified to go through LTC. I was in a fret. <laughs> I was drinking. I was doing all these things in the world and calling myself a Christian. I'm the last person you want to be a small group leader. He's like, I don't care. You're going through LTC, and I was like, mm-hmm. dude, okay, bad. I'll see how this thing works out. Yeah. All right. But going through LTC and, and really learning scripture and really learning what God's heart is for the campus and what God's heart is for you and then implementing that uh, into that next year was just so, so important and, and honestly so amazing. And it, it's changed my life and he's constantly changing my life because you're never stagnant in a in a real relationship with the Lord. True. When you're stagnant, you're receding and when you're receding, you're, you're on the wall and being of this world. But that's another topic for another day. You can't coast your bike up a hill. That is true. Only pedal harder. 
I only pedal harder. Mm-hmm. Right. Pedal a little harder. All right, Jay Rock, take the yeah, mic. Stopping because tap uh, tap setup's in. a little weird. All right, yeah. So we're working on this right now, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about why Cole touched on this already. That essentially, it hit a point where he since he showed me podcasting, and then I couldn't stop like at all. And it hit a point where, especially towards the end of last semester, I believe in the last three weeks of school. I stayed at Cole's house a week of that three weeks, essentially. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I want to talk about the reason why. I was asleep the whole time. He was, <laughs> but I was still here. And and essentially, um, I slowly started realizing like why it became so important to me. And that's in my church back home. Like I was, I was raised in an Assemblies of God Church, Foster Creek Community Church. Shout out to that group. They they are an awesome group of people. But it hit a point, I had been going there my whole life, and I had become so concerned with my reputation with these people mm-hmm. that I'd been a churchgoer for 18 years. I was too afraid to ask questions. I was too afraid to admit that I was struggling a lot of the times with certain sins and stuff like that. And I just wasn't, I just wasn't ready to get intimate, and I wasn't ready to get vulnerable. And I came into Chi Alpha knowing I had no reputation. And so I essentially told myself, I was like, look, this is like your, probably your last chance to get your crap together and just set this reputation aside or else you're gonna end up wasting four years of your life here mm. like just being sad and alone essentially and so i said i knew a sad ginger <laughs> exactly and so like, i knew kyle was something i wanted to get involved in and i just started hanging out with a bunch of people um started the vlogs yeah started my started start my 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 vlog which is super behind right now hey, i know yeah i've subbed and done i follow yeah and so essentially i hit a point where i started <laughs> I started feeling like more confident in my walk and I started getting very like started getting more vulnerable especially with Peter who's the first person he was my small group leader yeah. and so yeah good old Peter Foster <laughs> and so essentially he was the first person I really started admitting I was like hey I was like I've been walking this walk this for my whole life I know I love Jesus but honestly sometimes I feel like I end up getting in the way of myself and like I end mm. up messing up and I'm too afraid and my pride's getting in the way of all this and so, honestly, that initial, like, intimacy I had with Peter was so satisfying. I just began setting it all aside and having it with other people as well. So, essentially, Cole's, pl- like Cole's house and doing this podcast was essentially a way to really, was was my time to just get intimate with other brothers. Because, like, you know, it talks about this in James, where it's like, don't just confess your sins to God. Confess confess your sins to your brothers because yeah. if they're really your There's brothers they're gonna yeah they're gonna love and, you and, and they're gonna and push you don't be afraid to confess either and, and you know confess that word especially in america has such a negative rap to it right yeah. it's like oh i gotta confess, I gotta confess. father i confess he <laughs> <laughs> bless the name he bless the name in the name of the holy spirit in um, but it was like confession is, is such a powerful word and it, it's you know God is in the act of redeeming things that have been turned into the world and turning yeah. it back to righteousness and holiness and I and where it's I feel, supposed to be yeah. and where it's supposed to be in the yeah. first place and, and, I, and I feel like uh, the word confession is is such a word that people throw around in the world and it has a negative connotation but but to the christian to the brothers and the sisters it's freedom it's freedom it's yeah. liberating because when you're able to say to somebody that has been tugging at your heart for so long and, and confess it with your mouth it's just like a, a a ton of bricks just came off your shoulders mm-hmm. yeah and uh and if you haven't done that 
or if you have something on your heart right now that you need to confess to somebody, do it. Encourage, <laughs> we encourage you to do it. Pause this podcast right now. Finish it later, but go go tell someone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Podcast is, you know, your walk with the Lord is more important than listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if this is an issue with you, go confess it. Please. Let's go. You'll be so liberated, and the Lord will start to speak to you again because He's wanting you to get into that posture yeah. of repentance to begin with. Yeah, that's why I was I was actually giving a sermon yesterday at my church. All right, church. All right Pastor Crown. Preacher Crown. No, and so <laughs> part, part of my I, I started talking about Jonathan and Dave, and I looked at like their love and their relationship mm. as yes. as essentially yeah. brothers in yeah. God. Mm. And I started talking about um, like one of the most scary things about a relationship, like essentially there's like a bunch of sacrifices you have to make, and the hardest one, a hundred percent. And this is the this is the last step essentially in developing a godly fellowship and brotherhood is the sacrifice of security mm, and getting yes. vulnerable with people is super scary because yeah. essentially like the way I described it in the sermon was it's like this weight on your chest and you have to reach in there and that adds even more of a weight on your chest but that weight isn't gonna go away unless you add a little weight for a second and then just rip it out and then essentially it's just like this vulnerability that I started, I started becoming more comfortable with in class around here. It's been awesome. Because I've been, I'd be honest, a lot of the, the vulnerability I've had has almost caused me to cry a lot. But not because of the fear of vulnerability, but the joy and freedom that comes hey, after it. Men of God weep, we don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's sob. Let's sob. We're sobbing. We're sobbing. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Don't ever forget that. But he was God. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Who are you say you're better than Jesus? Amen. You're more manly than Jesus? Oh, yeah. That's not true. Absolutely Whatever. Not. He's the son of man. <laughs> that's pretty good. Praise uh, pastor. That's hard, to, that's hard to beat. That's hard to beat. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it's just I'm really excited to have this experience because especially recently. Like, if, if you guys watch the vlog, which I don't know how many of you guys watching this, like, let's hey, do this. 30-something subscribers strong, yeah. bro. Yeah, and I... I the stats. Yeah, I, I've been... Stats. I've been really behind on the vlog, and it's honestly because slight... Yeah, part of me... Confess it to us, Jared. Part of me... Part of me has becoming <laughs> slightly dissatisfied with the vlog's quality overall. I don't like the editing as much as I used to. Honestly, I want to keep it going for at least, like, a year, but I'm really wanting to expand out into more different types of content, and this is one of the ways where... Especially, like, the vlog's fairly secular. Like, I talk about my stuff with Kyle, and you'll notice the changes, and you'll see me hanging out with these people. But this is specifically Jesus-oriented. Like, mm -hmm. we're going we're gonna to talk about what we feel the Spirit leads us to talk about, no matter, no matter what that is, whether it could be considered controversial or if we consider it weird or it seems, like, kind of off the cuff, whether it's uncomfortable or if it makes us feel vulnerable. I mean, we're going we're gonna to do it at the end of the day because mm -hmm. that's what we really wanted to do with this podcast. Yeah as a whole, and so like this past semester in Kyle, so this is going back to the 100 day prayer thing, we've been be feeling a lot of burdens down here in College Station recently, there's been presence, God's presence that we felt strongly, like more strong than ever before, especially me personally in my yeah. own spiritual walk, yeah, I felt sure. the presence of God in awesome and mighty ways, and then there's also been saying that's not fun, but you usually know you're doing something right if that happens, and so there's also been a couple of spiritual attacks here and there, some... Mm -hmm. um, demonic principalities weighing down some anxieties stuff like that but at the end of the day we know we believe that god is bringing a revival in college station and we're here yes. to seek it out and we're pretty sure the 100 day prayer is going to be a way to bring that about and just keep on pushing it further because we got we got to pedal harder now we yeah. got to keep on going up the hill the hill's getting the hill ain't getting it's only know. getting steeper it's only getting steeper <laughs> yeah and that's like it's weird because you think your relationship with god would get easier as time goes on, but mm -hmm. as the second you feel like you get easier, it gets like your um, like the challenges God begins giving you, 
gets a lot harder. So, like, I heard this analogy about marriage one time, where since she was like, you, thi- you think you really love someone, you have this bucket, and you're like, it's full of water. And then later you start filling it up, and you're like, there's room in this bucket. Someone must have swapped this out for a bigger bucket kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what our walk with God is like. You're like, I'm full of God's presence. Like, I have everything I need. And God's like, not nah, a still room for more. Yep. I'm going to ask for you for more as you become willing to give more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what, and it's just an amazing, amazing thing. And so, because, you know, as you begin pushing to give more and we feel like we have less control, it's better to give when you have less than to give when you have... Yeah. Uh, to get to yeah. give out of abundance is less significant than giving out of... You got to give those two copper pennies. In poverty, yeah. The two copper what, pennies. Yeah, and so like sometimes you're gonna feel like you've already given your all to God, and God's like, I want more, and you're like, I really don't know what else is left, <laughs> and that's how you know you're going down in the right direction. When mm-hmm. you're when you're feeling, you're feeling stretched. Stretched. You're yeah. feeling. You're not. You're like feeling burnt out enough where you know the only way you're gonna get through it is through the Lord mm-hmm. and His yeah. presence and His power, and it's just it's an awesome thing. We're just trying to really amplify what's going on in our lives and just testify because that's what that's what we're called to do as christians is to Daily. witness to others yeah and that's what people it's another word that has a lot of negative connotation that's, that's martyr oh martyr martyr because oh, that, that's what that's what people people oh, people think about like death and so that but martyr literally means i believe it's a term for witness mm-hmm. in greek and so it's not it's we associate it with death because that's what not like a like the original founding like people of Christianity that were just going out, they they were willing to die. Yeah, it was the district in uh, Modern yeah. Warfare, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, Pour one out. <laughs> and so, we have to be willing to, to die to whatever like we, we really feel like is blocking us from just getting intimate with God and mm-hmm. intimate with each other. And so that's going to be one thing I'm going to challenge all of you guys. We were talking about like, confessing so that, but honestly, just find a situation where you're just going to get intimate and vulnerable with people. I don't know if it's with yeah. us. Like, but, if, you, if yeah. you're in a small group, honestly, I don't even know, because, like, I may plug this in to some people in my church. Like, they may not even be in, like, small groups. They may be, like, middle schoolers, high schools. I really don't know, because, like, I'm I'm really I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about in here. So I really just want to get it out there. Yeah, totally. And it's, so, like, no matter what, no matter what you're doing, like, find yourself a community of believers that you can just, like, rub yourself in and be vulnerable with. And if you can't find a community of believers, you know what that means? You need to build one, cause someone right. else is gonna be looking for the exact same thing you are. Yeah, that's and no, no, no one. You mm-hmm. can't be the one that's afraid to vulnerable it. And that's gonna be something that's gonna make you feel insecure, scared. A lot of times, like you're saying, security is like the toughest thing to die to, and you just kind of have to feel like for men especially, yeah. cause yeah. like that's what you're raised to fight yeah. for is security. There's a lot of that's projected on us, like growing up in like America is like you're the man, take care of stuff. Yes. You know, man, how big are your pants? Yeah. You need to be bigger. Be pretty bristle about everything and just never Pulling be vulnerable. Up by my own boots. Yeah, and just never like <laughs> confide in other people, and it's like super toxic, like way to live. Like, yeah, I pray for people to live like that, having like been revealed. It's like that's not how the Lord intended it. Yeah, you like, want to know why suicide yeah. rates are so much higher than men? Because they're told they're not supposed to be vulnerable mm-hmm. their whole life, and yeah. that's something that you you need. Like I was telling people last night, I was like, dude, I was like, college is somehow, even though there's like. We're, like, one of the largest college campuses in America. I was like, I'm telling you, if I didn't find Kyle Alpha, I'd feel so alone and mm-hmm. so isolated. Yeah. And that's a scary thing where you can get so many people together and they lose all sense of the, the, the group is so large and so unintimate. You lose, you feel isolated, yeah. even such a large group of people. Definitely. That's what you just need to, you have to be willing to get intimate. You have to be willing to get vulnerable and just say, here's what I'm feeling. Get it off your chest. And it's just, it's just a, it's a tough world. Talk about it with your, your siblings. Talk about it with your parents. Talk about it with your friends. 
whoever you need to, whoever you feel the most comfortable with at the start. Because you're going to start feeling comfortable talking about it mm-hmm. with that specific group of people at the start. And then it's going to start expanding. Then you're going to become comfortable getting intimate with complete other strangers. And be like, here's what I'm feeling. Like, Nick was talking about his friends from high school. I guarantee you what, Nick, when you had first started here, I doubt you would have been comfortable doing that, like, at all, would you? First started... Yeah. Like, as a Christian? Like, at, like in Chi Alpha. Like when, oh. you, when you started as, like, a freshman in Chi Alpha, would you have been comfortable having those kind of conversations with your friends? Back Heck no, I wasn't, I wasn't equipped enough. I didn't know my Bible well enough. the first enough. time you went out and you preached on campus. Yeah, I was just After like... After you knew he was bringing the word <laughs> yeah, it's about the, the cave. The cave. The cave. Yeah. The allegory of the cave. Allegory cave. I like, I like Plato. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's worldly, but he's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. There's a lot of good worldly fingers out there, but that's not enough. Mm-hmm. You need Jesus in yeah. your life. No, amen. That's the, I'm, t- I'm talking about the love of brothers right now, and that is a phenomenal thing. But the secret is you need to start finding love, the love of brothers, love of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, good old. I actually, fun fact, I thought it was philia. That's what everyone called it. It's philia is actually how it's pronounced. Philia. Yeah, philia. Like Philadelphia. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's literally, I think, fact check me if I'm wrong, but I think that's why Philadelphia is called Philadelphia because it's like the city brotherly love mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and so yeah you mean it could be I, I have no clue about that I, I don't yeah. know either I think I just had one plus one and it could be true I may <laughs> have heard it somewhere and try to figure it out but yeah no I and mean, it could be same root who knows yeah, yeah 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 but essentially I'm talking about this kind of love but then this is actually something like the the bible in first john talks about a perfect love conquering everything and I'm, I'm gonna be honest I love Nick I love Cole I love Ty at the end of the day their love isn't going to make me Perfect. No. That's not that's not the kind of love that verse is talking about. That's talking about the love of Jesus. Because that's what you can you can make connections with people and your goal is gonna be trying to build up those relationships to be as much like a Christ relationship mm-hmm. as you can be. Where you're you have intimacy, you have security, and you're willing to call them out and be like, Hey, we need some course corrections and stuff like that. You're being an absolute idiot, change your path, <laughs> exactly. and go to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You need <laughs> to you need to, to get the way you're stuff like Jesus got. Boy. You hear him with the power stand. Yeah, Boy. And, and so eventually you need to start getting to that point in those hey. relationships. But you're never going to get to the point front hand. of that relationship God can get to you. I'm going to leave with this. The front hand is for discipline. The back hand is for abuse. <laughs> for some people, it's a little disciplinary. For some other people, it's a lot more abuse. You know? <laughs> and squad group leaders, you could definitely testify and give an amen for that one. <laughs> but, um, but I'm going to leave it with this, guys. Um don't become comfortable in your walk. Yeah. Don't. Always strive to be uncomfortable because Bike. when you're comfortable, more likely or not, you're going to become complacent. And complacency is, the, complacency is the biggest killer for Christians. You know, especially <laughs> Jesus says this in Revelation. He's like, because you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit yeah. you out of my mouth. Big old fat loogie from Jesus. You don't want that. Come on. It's can't like coast you up a hill, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't coast There's up no a way. hill. I ride, my, I ride, I ride my bike every day to school. There's no <laughs> way you can coast up a hill. First-hand witness. There's no way. That's a good analogy. I never heard that one before. That's, that's a good, That's yeah. a good like... Analogy to like what you walk with Christ is like it's, you just gotta keep on pedaling harder. Keep on pedaling. You think you've pedaled your hardest, but uh, you're gonna start getting to a, a hill where you're gonna have to start pedaling harder. Or you're just gonna mm-hmm. fall back down, kind of. Hey, yeah. Pedal the race. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Run it as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ty, what you got, bro? Yo, let's hear this. Uh, so um, again, kind of along the line of like the whole community deal. So um, a, lo- a big thing I've been struggling with is like my confidence. Like. As far as, like, being a Christian and, um, like, really, like, expressing that to others and trying to lead them to Christ as well. Because um, I'm fairly, like, new in my walk, I would say, and I don't have a lot of biblical knowledge. And, you know, I don't have a lot of, like, experience um, so far. 
um, and I think one of the big things that that the Lord really saw is um, at the beginning of this year, He really saw me wanting, you know, wanting to grow closer to Him, and so next thing I know, like, He gave me a community to do that with, and um, it hasn't been easy, you know, like, like they've been talking about, too, you know, you always, it's, it's that uphill climb, and uh, I can't, you know, I'm not great at, like, spitting facts and stuff, and, like, yeah. you heard Jared, Jared just went off, Jared, that was, <laughs> that up. was awesome, yeah, it like, like, with the analogies, and, like, I, I'm not there, but I will get there, because I want to be there, and the Lord wants me to get there, and, but I was able, the Lord put me in a community, you know, with people who have that confidence, you know, in Christ, and with people who can show me, you know, along with, of course, you know, the Lord, um, can show me how to be confident in Christ and, and really, like, help me express my ideas and, you know, whenever I'm getting off, you know, off track, you know, can pull me back on and really, like, give me the experience and, you know, what it's like leading others to Christ and putting me through LTC because at the beginning of this year, I would have never thought I'd be, like, even closer, you know. Than you know, where you are now. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, taking the steps to actually become a small group leader and disciples and disciple others and so um just yeah, the community you know has been amazing and and that's been such a huge a huge part of my walk and it was definitely God given and I, you know, he he's got to give you what you need. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, uh, can I say something real yeah, quick? Absolutely. So essentially, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot recently, and this started this started towards the end of like the last semester, and it really got burdened on my heart like last week Sunday during service at my church, and we we're th- I was thinking about this, and essentially. One of my greatest fears when witnessing to other people is making them uncomfortable. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I need to start realizing. You did a good job. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's kind of Holy Success, Spirit kind of conviction. Yeah, I know. And, and I started realizing there's, there's something bigger at stake than their own. Um, than, than their, their own comf- than the, them being comfortable. Yeah. And I slowly started realizing something that makes me very uncomfortable, and I'm pretty sure it's going to make most people uncomfortable before. And this is, uh, this is a fact that the, the, the devil and demonic principalities are fighting for your soul and the soul of your friends every day. Mm-hmm. So well, when, it, when are you going to pick up your sword and start fighting with God for your walk with him? And the fact is that they don't care him. about your soul. They just they just fight to get you away from God. God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you can be a good person, you can be whatever you want to be. He's but just a good guy. Yeah, if you're not walking with God, that they've done their job. You can be yeah, just a great guy, you know. You can you can be short by an inch, or you can be short by a mile. But at the end of the day, you're still falling short. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you know it's just this rough thing where you're gonna have to start doing some things you're not feel comfortable with. You may not think you're a fighter. You may not feel like you have the proper materials or the proper weapons, but you're just going to have to start... The Lord's going to make a yeah. way for you to become yeah, definitely. a powerful force in His kingdom, like 100%. So just start fighting yeah, with what so. you have, and you'll yeah. start finding more kind of thing. Because yeah. He's not going to give you the weapons to fight until you start being willing to fight. Mm-hmm. And so you have to get to that point where you're saying, all right, I'm willing, Abel, I'm going to pick up the sword I got, you know, like good old B-I-B-L-E, mm-hmm. started, started God, talking about what God's doing, and then start what? fighting. God doesn't, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the call. Mm-hmm. So when are you going to finally adhere to your calling? I'm going to leave you with this one last saying. Um, it's from my pastor back home. Uh, and he said this, he said, the radically rescue, rescue radically. Mm-hmm. And a radical life with God is a normal Christian life. Yeah, it's adhering to every single word that is written down in the Bible and it's knowing that that word is truth. 
And once you have that realization and you become comfortable with the fact that that is the truth, and you know, it's, it's you know, John said Jesus is the Word, and in John's Gospel in the first chapter, Jesus is the living Word. He's the living, walking Word of God. He's He's what the Scriptures all pointed to in the Old Testament and the prophets. And you know, when, when you have that weapon available, because the weapons we fight with are not of this world, they're of the spiritual world. There's God's weapons, which are far more powerful than any atomic bomb that God that man can edit, uh, ever create. You're on the road to victory. Yeah. You're on the road to victory, and you've been on the road to victory. Now keep running the race, and run the race, and throw off all the sin that hinders you, and, and don't don't matter. It doesn't matter what people think about you. It doesn't matter what your parents or your siblings or your friends back home think about you. Just say, hey, I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, this home, this this earth isn't my home. My home is in heaven with with my loving Father and with Jesus. You know, sitting at the right hand of God. That's where my home is. But as for me, I'm going to fight the good fight of faith until my last breath from my lips occurs. And that's how it should be. For every Christian, man, woman, and child, you should keep fighting until either he comes back and you're like, oh, glory to God, or you're like, well, this is it. I fought my whole life and now I'm about to peace out. Here's your last um, breath. Last breath. And I love I love my friend Josh Brown and and you know he's not here with us right Shout now. Shout out to Josh Brown. Shout out to Josh Brown. He's back <laughs> home right now. He'll be back I think tomorrow. But Josh Brown, whenever whenever he's in a intimate, uh, an intimate like attitude of worship, it's so amazing to watch because he said he says this. He whispers it to himself. He's like, as long as my lips are still moving and as long as I'm still breathing, I'm gonna sing to you, Lord. Mm-hmm. He says that every time he worships. Now, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, compare or anything, but you should yearn for that kind of intimate relationship with God. And if you don't have it now, just, just get on your hands and your knees and, and, just, and just ask for it. Ask, seek, and knock because he will answer. He's actually waiting for you to, to, to knock at that door. Mm-hmm. He's waiting to open that door for you and let you in, right? Yeah. So I'm going to leave you with that nudge. And, and, you know, this has been such a fun time, and we're, we're going on minute 45 here. And, you know, it's, it, this has felt like a uh, – a five-minute session, yeah. but it turned into pretty close to an hour that's, session. That's what happens when everyone gets yeah. on fire, man. Thank we all just get pumped. This yeah. is what we want out of this. We don't want necessarily, like, if we're on fire for 15 minutes, we want 15 minutes. If yeah. we're on fire for three hours, three we want hours. three yeah. hours. So be it. Yeah. So be it, Lord. Mm-hmm. So. so, anyways, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is our first, like I said, first podcast. Many more to come in the future. Uh, we're going to have a schedule out in the future, uh, but we're still going to discuss this as of right now mm-hmm. because, you know, we're just – you know, we're swinging for the fences here, and, you know, we hit our first home run tonight, and uh, we're looking to uh, get back up in the lineup. So, once again, <laughs> once again, this is revived. And you guys have a blessed evening. You have a blessed week, and we'll catch up with you guys a little bit later.